Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Saturday Mailbag Show, KBS Listeners Lounge, coming to you from Seoul, the capital of South Korea. It's Saturday, July 8, 2017, and as always, we've got the latest listeners' letters, messages, and reports we receive from you coming right up. So please stay tuned. I'm Lawrence Taylor. And I'm Kim Ji-eun. We'll be right back. Hi, Lawrence. Hi, Jian. How are you today? I'm doing all right. It's not the best. It's kind of humid and wet and muggy and soggy and sticky and that's right. goes on. Yeah. Right. It's like the worst combination of all the weather oh, right yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, the rainy season is indeed here in Korea, but at least it's helping to keep the temperature down just a little bit. Just a little bit. Now, for those who may not know, we're currently in the summer rainy season here in Korea, and we call it the Changma. It's also known as the East Asian Monsoon, but it not only affects the Koreas, Japan and China, but also parts of Southeast Asia, including Hong Kong, Taiwan, the Philippines, Vietnam, Cambodia, Thailand and so on. Right. So if you're listening from any of those regions, I guess we're sharing the same pain of the never drying hair or the never drying laundry of the food spoiling and the pain of... Just feeling like a wet sponge all the time. Right, I take it you're not a big fan of the rain then. I am totally not a fan of rain. But around this time of the year, it's not the rain, but the overall humidity that gets me. Well, I wish I could tell you when all this is coming to an end, but apparently even the weather agency doesn't even really know. Usually Jiang Merk should come to a close around mid-July, but they say it's been quite unpredictable this year from the start. Right, it started kind of late too, but I guess I suppose I should keep telling myself this too shall pass. I hope all this rain isn't wrecking havoc on our signal strength, though. Right, we'll find out from the letters and reception reports from our listeners very soon. Uh, But before that, we have a quick announcement. Some of you may have already read this on our website, but some maintenance work is currently underway at our Kim J transmission station. It actually started yesterday on July 7th, and it will continue until November 30th of 2017, affecting our broadcast on 9.580 megahertz from 0200 to 0300 hours UTC. Yes, it's our broadcast towards South America, but I believe we actually have a number of listeners in Japan who regularly tune in to this particular broadcast. Mm-hmm. So we do apologize for any inconvenience this may cause, and thank you in advance for your patience. In case you don't have our schedule at hand right now, we do have one more broadcast at 0200 UTC on 9.690 megahertz, and of course that's our uh, KPC broadcast, and that's beamed towards Southeast Asia, uh, but then again, the other one is beamed towards South America. So I guess you could, if you can pick that up, you should pr- probably be able to pick that one up in Japan too. Um, either way, so please check it out. Right. Also, quickly, before we move on to the reception reports, here's our weekly reminder about our overseas listener satisfaction survey. We're happy to report that we've been getting a steady stream of the hard, hard copies in our post box lately. And thank you very much for sending those in. And don't worry, even if you haven't yet, you have until the end of August to send it back to us. Once again, we'd just like to thank you for going to the trouble of filling them out. We also received a couple of emails from our listeners asking to send them the hard copies. But we regret to inform you that we will not be sending any more of these out. They were all sent out a couple of months ago, actually. But thank you for your interest and dedication. And thank you to all those listeners who filled out the online survey. Uh, Just to mention that the online survey came to a close on July 5th. Um, So thank you for everyone who took part. Well, that's all we've got on our bulletin board for today. We'll move on to this week's letters and reports after a quick break. So don't go away.
you're listening to KBS Listener's Lounge on KBS World Radio. It's time now for us to take a look at the listener letters and reception reports. As usual, we've received some fantastic handwritten, typed up and emailed comments, letters and reception reports from you, our listeners, and we'll share some of those with you on this programme. We'll start with some handwritten letters and reports from our monitor, Fumito Hokamura of Japan. We received a number of envelopes, but as usual, due to time constraints, we'll share some of the most recent letters on the program. Fumito is actually one of the several Japanese listeners who tunes into our 9.580 MHz broadcast at 0200 RUTC, which once again will temporarily be affected due to maintenance work. And his reports from June were mostly on this particular broadcast as well. On June 9th, Fumito listened to the broadcast using an ATS-909X receiver with the rod antenna and rated the simple 45444. On the 12th, he used an RT-75 50V receiver with the rod antenna and the simple stood at 55444 which is really good and on the 16th he used the RT750V receiver once again and rated the simple 45444 and it actually makes me wonder if the maintenance work is actually necessary at all at this point because the condition sounds really good but of course we really do because the facilities are old right uh, thank you for your reports now these letters were from mid June and it looks like Japan or at least his area, was under a dry spell as well. Fumito talks about how it usually rains quite a bit there in the summertime, but it had been a dry summer up until recently. Earlier this week, there had been some reports of extremely heavy rain on Kyushu Island, and we read that scores of people were missing after floods and mudslides in Fukuoka Prefecture. Fumito, we sincerely hope you and your loved ones are safe, and our thoughts go out to all those affected by the floods. Yes, and Fumito, please let us know how you're doing. We will be waiting for your next letter. In the meantime, we'll move on to a reception log from our Taiwanese monitor, Cheng Nan Lu. He tuned in to us on 27 out of 30 days in June, always on 9.570 MHz from 0800 to 0900 hours UTC. He used the JRC NRD92 receiver with the whip antenna and were thrilled to see that on all those 27 days, the simple was at 5 across the board. So sounds excellent. Thank you so much for this happy news and also also for the Blank Radio Taiwan International QSL card you're, uh, you've shared with us. It looks like RTI is celebrating their 88th anniversary this year, so congratulations. Here's another monthly summary, this time by our Indian monitor, Mohammed Shamim S. Commenting on three different frequencies, Mohammed said, Frequency 9.515 MHz at 1600 to 1700 hours UTC was loud and clear in my area in June. Frequency 9.640 MHz was good for reception from 1600 to 1700 hours UTC in June. And frequency 9.880 MHz was average for reception in my area in June. The signal strength was strong, but there was also strong jamming from China Radio International. Mohammed also praised our programs, uh, Current Affairs in Focus and K-Pop Interactive, and suggested that we start some new programs on Korean sports or those on Korean writers and poets. Thank you very much, Mohammed, for your regular reports as well as those suggestions. 
Our monitor, Ratan Kumar Paul of India, also sent us a monthly summary along with the weekly report. He sent us a report for our 9.640 MHz broadcast at 1600 UTC after tuning in every day from June 24th through the 30th using a Sony ICF shortwave 7600GR digital receiver with the telescopic antenna. The SIMPO was at 4 across the board on June 24th, 25th, 26th, 29th, and the 30th, and 5 across the board on the 27th and the 28th, which is excellent. And as for the summary, Rattan wrote, In the month of June, your reception quality was very good. I mainly enjoyed your programs on 9.640 MHz and 9.515 MHz at 1600 to 1700 hours UTC. Both frequencies are very good. But 9.880 MHz at 1400 to 1500 hours UTC is not very good. Sometimes it's fair, but the average quality is not good. I also use an analog receiver on some days, and I find good reception quality on 9.640 MHz and 9.515 MHz at 1600 to 1700 hours UTC. Your news, so calling, drama lines, K-pop, current affairs, career today and tomorrow were all very good programs. Your signal strength is good to excellent. There is some interference by CRI and a few other stations sometimes when listening on the analog receiver, but nothing when listening with the digital receiver. Overall, the ratings are good to excellent. So that's very good news, and thank you very much, Ratan. Opening up another snail mail from one of our monitors, listener Abdul Manan of Bangladesh sent us his logs dated May 26th through June 5th, during which period he tuned in to us on 9.640 MHz every day from 1600 to 1700 hours UTC using a Panasonic RX990 receiver with a telescopic antenna. The SIMPA was mostly steady at four across the board, except for a few threes here and there. He noticed some noise, propagation, and interference on a couple of days, but otherwise said the reception condition was generally good to excellent. Abdul also asked about the Korean national bird. It's the magpie. I mean, we call them gachi in Korean, Korean, and uh, apparently their scientific name is, to my delight, I was uh, surprised to find this, it's Pika Pika Sarika. It's kind of like Pikachu, but anyway, they are regarded as auspicious messengers delivering good news and a provider of prosperity and development in Korean mythology and folklores. I believe the saying was that when the magpie crows in the morning, it means you're you're going to receive some good news or a welcome visitor will visit you on the very day. But honestly, they're really common all around the country and they're really vocal all around, um, all throughout the day. So I don't know. I guess people just wanted to think the glass is half full all the time. Who knows? And for those who may not know what they look like, they're smaller than crows or pigeons, but bigger than swallows. They belong to the same family as crows, actually, and they kind of look like they have a head of a crow, a smaller crow. And they kind of look like a silly blackbird wearing a white T-shirt from the front. But they do have really nice shiny blue wings that make them look gorgeous when they spread their wings. So if you have, if you really don't know what a magpie looks like, you should really look it up. Thank you for your reports and the question, Abdul. Staying in Bangladesh, next up we have an emailed report from a monitor, Dewan Rafikul Islam, also known as Rana. In the, in the report, dated June 21st, Rana said that he listened to us on 9.640 megahertz from 1600 to 1700 hours UTC, rating the SIMPO as three across the board. He added that he also listened to us online using his Android smartphone and enjoys browsing our website and Facebook page. So thank you very much for your report, Rana. 
Next up, we'll take a look at a couple of reports on 9.515 MHz. Listener Eddie Prabowo of Indonesia sent us an email to let us know that he tuned in to us on 9.515 MHz on June 24th from 1600 to 1643 hours UTC using a Xiaomi Redmi 2 Android smartphone. He rated the Simpo 44333 and gave us quite a lot of details on the programs he heard. He also added strong signal strength, but the broadcast was noisy and wavy. After 1630 hours UTC, there was some minor QRM like a jamming sound or data TX. Well, thank you very much, Eddie. Listener Krista Brunstrom of Sweden also listened to the same broadcast. He tuned into 9.515 MHz from 1632 hours UTC on June 24th, and he rated the Simpo 35333. And he wrote, I enjoyed the show. It is always interesting to find out how well listeners in other parts of the world manage to hear your broadcasts. I noted that you included a letter from another Swedish listener, Stefan Kroner. Shortwave radio is quite wonderful. Just before I switched to your frequency, I had enjoyed a program from The Voice of Vietnam featuring a musical journey of flowers. I find Vietnamese popular music very attractive and enjoyable. Yesterday, we celebrated Midsummer's Eve, which is an important event in Sweden. We had a traditional meal of new potatoes, pickled herring, sour milk, chives and boiled egg halves. For dessert, we had strawberries with cream. This is what very many Swedes enjoy eating on this particular day. Well, that sounds great. Uh, As an Englishman, I have to say that I definitely approve of the strawberries and cream, and many of my friends back home will be enjoying some right now, as the Wimbledon tennis tournament is in full swing. Uh, We also celebrate Midsummer's Day on June 24th, Of course, a day that's probably more famous for being my birthday. (laughs) Of course it is. Actually, my birthday falls on like the hottest day of the year, like always, uh, according to um, the Korean seasonal division. Uh, It's called Taeso and kind of reminded me of that. But it's also weird how Midsummer Day in Europe is in June. That's like the beginning of summer here, I guess. You guys are a little up, up uh, higher in the, in the right, northern yeah. region, I guess. Speaking of northern regions, also from Sweden, listener Mats Johansson left us an online report after listening to us on June 29th from 1600 to 1650 hours UTC on 9.515 megahertz as well. He used the Kiwi SDR receiver with the flag antenna at an angle of 310 degrees and rated the simple 45334. He gave us lots of timestamp details on the contents that he heard on our programs from the news, soul calling, drama lines, and business watch. And he also wrote, I have one question. How do you advertise your shortwave broadcasting? How will people around the world get to know about your shortwave broadcasting if they don't have internet or mobile phones to get information from? And this question just kind of put us at an alt alt stop. <laughs> like it boggled our mind because it never even crossed our minds that um there are no other ways to find us. But it's always been the case for us anyway, because we kind of started um, on this program in the middle. Well, I guess recently, like in a, you started this year, I started last year. And uh, we were always led to assume that you find us. You know, right. you, you just tweak the frequencies and find us and then send us a report and then we send you a schedule so that you you would know when to find us. That's how it's worked for me so far for the past year and a half-ish. So, yeah, good question. <laughs> Definitely good question. And if you know of any good ways for us to advertise, let us know. We do... Um, 
uh, key blogs of listeners' clubs, especially uh, we have been getting a lot of information from India and Pakistan and uh, a little bit from Bangladesh uh, about listeners' clubs who share information about us amongst themselves. So that's one way we've been getting through. But otherwise, really, I thought you'd find us. (laughs) But again, thank you for your report and the fantastic question. Right. So please do let us know. Uh, Staying in Europe, our UK monitor Nick Sharp has been struggling with very poor reception recently on 11.810 megahertz from 2200 to 2300 hours UTC. It looks like there's been a bit of a fluctuation though. He said the reception was fair on June 30th with the Simpo at three across the board. But this week, unfortunately, it was mostly two across the board. Nick uses a Yesu Musen FRG 8,800 receiver with an external 15-metre L-shaped long wire antenna, which was 2 metres above the ground. Also, in an earlier email on June 23rd, he wrote, I think I must have misunderstood the article on Seoul Calling. Surely the average commute time is not as late as 7.53am, is it? I will leave for work at uh, 7.40am and would have thought that in the Republic of Korea, you are well known for working longer and harder than the British, but maybe you start later and finish into the evening. Well, I think the key word here is average. Some people leave for work at 6am, some leave at 9 and uh, we also probably have the efficient public transport to thank for that as well. The subway and the bus system help us avoid traffic jams. And yes, people do tend to stay at work quite late. I know of some office workers who end up staying at work at, at their desks until like 9 to 10pm regularly. In the UK, I know the regular shift is 9 to 5. And in Western Canada, it's like 8 to 4 or 9 to 5. Some of my friends actually stay from 9 to 4. And they're the lucky few. But here it's officially 9 to 6 with lots of people actually working from 8 to 8. I actually have done 9 to 7 before regularly. And some days it ended up being 9 to 11, 9 a.m. to 11 p.m. So um, I guess that kind of tells you why I'm here instead of there right now. But you've worked at a Korean office before before too, right? What was your working hours like? On the contract, uh-huh. it was 8.30 to 5.30. Uh-huh. Realistically, it could be 8.30 to anywhere until 10, 11 o'clock at night. You know? Yikes. So, yeah, so, very different. Yeah, hopefully that answered Nick's question and that answered, you know, that question that no one asked, why are we here? <laughs> anyway, moving on. By the way, thank you for the report and the question, Nick. Back to Asia, listener Ramu M. of India sent us an emailed reception report recently. Yes, Ramu listened to us on 9.880 megahertz on June 27th from 1400 to 1500 hours UTC. He rated the Simpo 4 across the board and said, The reception condition was good except for the occasional fade-up. I'm using a Texan PL660 with 15 meters wire outside as an antenna. Thanks for the nice program and please keep up the good work. I am from a place called Krombator in South India. After a harsh summer, monsoon has set in. The climate is temperate with a cool breeze all over. So it looks like uh, monsoon is hitting India as well. But why can't our monsoon bring cool breezes too? It only brings warm gusts. Anyway, thank you very much for that, Ramu. I believe we have time for one more report. A listener Husni Yara Khatun, an 18-year-old student in Bangladesh, listened to us on 9.880 megahertz throughout the week of June 23 from 1400 to 1500 hours UTC. He used the Kichibo KK8108T receiver with the telescopic antenna 
antenna and rated the simple 54434. Thank you very much for your report, Hushniara. And I believe that is all the time we have for the letters and reports portion of this week's program. We'll be sure to send out the corresponding QSL cards to everyone who requested. Once again, thank you very much for your letters. And of course, it's now time to take a peek into the KBS World Radio's mailroom with our mail correspondent, Yoon Ha Lee. Here is... Inside the Mailbox. Hello and welcome to Inside the Mailbox. I'm Yoon Ha Lee. In this weekly corner, I share updated information from our Facebook page as well as news about events and answer listeners' inquiries. Also, I tell you how to navigate our KBS World Radio English Service website. First up, let's go over to our Facebook page. I'm sure many of our listeners have already seen it by now, but in case you haven't, we posted a new promotional video for KBS World Radio. You can watch the video on our Facebook page, and in the video, K-pop boy group Astro introduces our service while showing off their impressive dance moves. If you're an Astro fan, don't forget to check it out. To see our new promotional video, make sure to head on over to our English Service Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash English KBS. Now let's move on to website directions. This week, let's take a break from looking at previous special programs because we have an important announcement up on our website. On the website, look at the top left-hand corner where there are two blinking banners. One of them will say, Maintenance Notice. Click on the image to access the PR Room post page regarding the new maintenance notice. The reception condition of our broadcast towards South America will temporarily be affected due to maintenance work at Kimje Transmission Station. The affected service is 9.580 MHz, which is broadcast between 200 and 300 hours UTC, and it's effective from July 7th to November 30th. To our listeners in this region, we apologize for the inconvenience and thank you for your patience. If you missed any part of the new maintenance notice just now, head on over to our KBS World Radio English Service website, world.kbs.co.kr slash English. This past week, we sent out QSL cards to everyone who sent in reception reports. Thank you for your comments and feedback on our programs and reception. Also, if you'd like to receive a copy of our QSL card, send us a reception report, which must include the date, UTC hours, frequency, and simple rating. And that's it for this week's Inside the Mailbox. Until next time, this is Yoon Lee. Have a nice weekend. That's all we have for you this week on KBS Listener's Lounge. We hope you enjoyed the show. This has been Lawrence Taylor. And this has been Kim Ji-eun. Thank you for joining us and we hope you have a wonderful weekend. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.